0: It's now time for Me and My Roku, with your host, Peter Clay. Hello, Peter. Incidentally, this is Peter. So we have a voicemail now from Peter. Not everybody sounds like Peter Clay. Peter was like my brother. This is my brother, Peter. Pete, you are not. <laughs> More CEOs named Peter. Holy crap, it's Peter. Oh, I love Peter. Who's that? That's Pete. Don't you want to know where Peter is today? Okay, wow. I'm with you, Peter. Hey. Who's your guy? Peter. Last but not least, Peter. Does Pete really need to be here? Yes, he does. Peter Clay is here today. Good luck tonight, Peter! Peter, walk away! Our host, Peter Clay. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to another extraordinary and momentous edition of Me and My Roku. This is episode 100. We made it. And by we, I mean me. I made it. And hopefully you're listening along and enjoying. I'm Peter Clay. Welcome aboard uh, for this fantastic um, project that started for me, me and my Roku, and now 100 episodes in. Started, according to the Internet Archive, December 5th, 2010, for eight episodes of just me coming along. I had another podcast network at the time. I was doing other podcasts at the time, but I thought I would do this little 10-minute segment to, you know... (laughs) <laughs> I just basically ramble about this product. I found the Roku that changed my life. Basically podcasts and the Roku changed my life because I was in control of my media then. And that just, uh, I'll talk about that in a later segment here. Uh, but it totally turned my life around and uh, it's been a fun ride. I hope you enjoy it too. If you're just coming along, if you're finding me on YouTube now, cause I'm doing little videos on there as well. Uh, welcome aboard and just, enjoy the fun. Uh, it's just information. I don't tell you what to do or how to do things or anything on those lines. I just tell you what I do. And hopefully that inspires you or clicks something. And then says, I can do that too. Look at me, look at me. Oh, you use that. That's cool. But I use something else and that's fine. Even if you don't use a Roku, your TV, an Amazon fire stick or fire TV, fire cube. Oh, those are fabulous. And uh, Google. Yeah, they're out there too. They're fine. Apple TV. Probably. uh, No, I've been really getting on the Roku Ultra on the stream bar lately, but Apple TV is very good too, but it doesn't matter as long as you do you and all that stuff. It's, it's great. So, wow. Uh, The first episode was called taking the leap. And all it is, is just a mindset to know that I am in control of this. I can do this. And to explore and let's look to see what's out there. At first I went back and looked at it basically Netflix, obviously, because I think Roku spun off from Netflix as a device so that you wouldn't have to hook up your computer to your TV. And then could you get the sound right and all that stuff. And so this was a straight thing with a remote then too. That was a big deal. And so there was, then there was Hulu and, you had to pay for Hulu and it was kind of weird because did you have to pay for it through the stream or did you have to go to hulu.com? It was a little weird at first, but then you were getting Hulu for free on your computer. (laughs) But then you had to pay for Hulu with the ads. Then it was, it was weird, but we got over it and uh, they got better. And then Amazon prime came along. And so a lot of these other things came with ads uh, a lot of different. There was uh, well, those were private channels, but uh, there's. But I just looked at it. Crackle was there almost at the beginning in 2010, uh, and different things and then a lot of things of like how to play the guitar and there's a lot of independent things out there at first and then the big boys took over. Uh, ESPN three was a big deal at the time. It's kind of what ESPN plus was, but they didn't charge you for it. But they also didn't put the bottom line on it uh, either too. So. We have come a long way. Well, we've got a lot to get to for this 100th episode, so let's get started. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Okay, so I have a follow up to something I talked about last week uh, on the Me and My Roku fabulous episode ninety nine. This is one hundred, but because uh, I forgot to talk about this on the, a couple of weeks ago when it happened, but uh, a friend of mine got the Spectrum app, and because she still subscribes to cable, uh, all you have to do is plug in the Spectrum app, and it on the Roku and it automatically knows that you're still a cable subscriber and it gives you the whole list. So it replaces the cable box then. But the only way to get from channel to channel is to scroll down. And I was wondering is there a way, uh, to do that, to get to go. If I want to go to channel 26, since there's no numbers on it. And apparently there's not, you have to scroll up and down. However, Tracy chimed in and said that if you use, if you have a voice remote, that you should be able to use your voice to go say go to channel 26 on the spectrum app that's untested uh but uh worth a try other than that scrolling scroll 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 we love scrolling but. so <laughs> anyway uh so here we are episode 100 from the beginning i thought i would go back and just do some of the things that I have forgotten to talk about that I should remind either myself or other people here, uh, and especially people who are just finding us on YouTube and different things. The the basics of this, and the big thing about the Roku is, yes, you can use it for Netflix and just Netflix alone if you wanted to. There's other things out there. That's the big thing. But the other thing I think some people get with streaming is you have to get everything. (laughs) Everything's available, so I have to get it all. And then before you know it, You're spending more than you were on cable. Now, point number one is that's okay too. It's not about what you're spending it on. It's what you're spending on. (laughs) It's not what you're spending it on. It's what you're spending it on. (laughs) As long as I'm in control of what I'm spending it on, I don't care what it is. As long as I know, I don't want to spend this much in order to give me this whole things of things that maybe I don't need. Whereas I'm spending the same amount, but I'm getting what I want. And in control of it. And I can cancel at any time. That's one thought on that. But the other thought is, is like, now you can scale down if you want to. <laughs> right now, I looked at it. Now we got 27 channels on there. And I spaced them out between things like subscription ones, like your Netflixes, Amazon, Hulu's, and, and baseball. And then there's the fr- freebies, you know, the ones, the at. Uh, Advertising video on demand or fast channels, free ad supported television. Ooh, brain still works, kids. Um, I got those there. So that's your Roku channel, Tubi, Pluto, and now Freevee. I'll talk about that later. Um, Crackle if you want, Zumo if you want, Stir if you want. Those are all out there. Then there's the, what I call authentic, authentic, you have to authenticate to get these channels. So you need a cable subscription again. so the Food Network Channel, uh, NBC, um, USA Network, all, all those. Some of those I don't have to get anymore because Discovery Plus, and, uh, but there are those the have the cable channels, but they want you to sign in with your cable login to get the full capacity of those apps and uh but the the big thing i this is just the me part of me and my roku is take inventory of what you've got so if you've already got cable that's fine you can use that to extract more value for your cable by getting those channels then too and watch those things on demand when you want almost like a dvr type of thing if you're into that type of thing but i i think to explore so get one subscription channel and then maybe three or four of the ad supported channels because they do get redundant after a while. They do kind of all uh, get off the same. There's some exclusive on some of these things. Roku channel is getting more exclusives. Pluto is getting more ex- exclusives because they're, they're bigger companies, but uh, there's different things out there. But I think to go without a cable alternative for as long as you can hold out. <laughs> and so, cause that's a big thing to the cost. Now, I do different things. I get gift cards in the background in the other room where there. Computers are going crazy doing different things to, to, and that pay me out in gift cards then that I use for these streamings. But um, I think to do that as, as much as you can. So kind of keep things organized. Big things that I just, I, I shouldn't, I should preach more than I do on that. But do a system update every time you get on. I mean, I say every day, but every time you get on your Roku before you do anything, get it, do a system update. It's I saw a clickbait article and I think it was from MSN about do these things and then hit up five times. Then the home five times and left, right, you don't have to do that. There's a menu on the side of the screen in the Roku and even Amazon has their own settings page and even Google does too, to search for updates. And just, and that'll either update the system itself or some of the apps and the channels as well. I do that every time, right when I first turn it on. Um, the other thing to do is sometimes these things are static is that they go into low power mode. Oh, I hit my microphone. Sorry about that. I get so excited when I'm talking about the Roku here. Uh, uh, they're either in low power mode or in static mode in the sleep mode. There we go. And... They don't always power off reasons. So do a restart at least once a week. Now, one thing I did find was a power strip that has three always on uh, outlets for the strip and then three that you have in this one section. So I put the TV in this one block, this one outlet, and so that when that goes on, it activates the other I find that useful for my streaming devices then so that they only power on when the TV's on then. So I find that otherwise restart at least once a week. And the other one, and this can get a little complicated for some people, but for us techies, um, it's pretty simple. And it's also easy to forget about though, too, is reset your router at least once a month, but twice is probably better. I did and I'm now depending on what router you have too, because mine has an app, I just looked at it and there there was an update right there then and there. I probably should have turned notifications on. Oops. But uh <laughs> that's a big deal then too then. So those three things right there can also then kinda help with the ads that you're getting on some of your ad supported televisions then too, then uh your your apps. So check those things. Do system update every day. A uh, system restart at least once a week, and then a uh, refresh of the route, uh, router once a month, at least twice if you, you know, got an app or something like that. That's easy to do. It's other and your modem then as well. Then too, then just unplug it for like five ten minutes. I know you can go without. Maybe your your phone can connect to the cell towers then or something. Just live a little bit. Well, without it, then. So that's just some of the back to the basics. This kind of refreshes. We reset the odometer here on episode 100 of Me and My Roku. Okay. I don't talk about this subject very often. And since this is May and it's mental health awareness month, along with Pacific Asian heritage month, and who knew last week was happy streaming week. I missed that. But to me, every day is happy streaming day. And I'm not criticizing that we have these months or days or anything along these lines. It just means that this is something we should do all the time, but let's go along with the plan here and celebrate them when we have them and acknowledge them and all that stuff. And cause there's enough problems going on in the world right now. Let's not criticize everything, but this just realized that this is things that we need to keep with us all the time. Let's not now. now that it's June, let's not worry about Asian and Pacific, you know, heritage things or mental health. And a very touchy subject, this goes back to television since it began. So then the Roku and other streaming devices could be a real thing that can really take you down a rabbit hole if you're not careful type of thing. And I, the reason why I do the show the way I do it is because I don't want to tell anybody what to do or how to feel or what to watch and how to use it or anything like that. One, it's just easier that I just show you what I do. And then hopefully you go, well, this guy can do it. Anyone can do this and it's fine. And I think one of the things I try to also tell you that there's more to the Roku than just melting your brain, which is also fine and good for your mental health every now and then. I know some people who say, well, I will only watch something if it's. Uh, rated 70% or more on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that, or IMDB, blah, 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 blah. I don't have time to do anything else. You know what? Sometimes you need mind riding trash to flush everything out. One of the things that to do is obviously if mental health is an issue is getting the help that you need and all that stuff. And the Roku can do that, but it can also take you down a path, down a rabbit hole, real super fast. If you're not careful, one of the things that I've always tried to preach with the Roku and it makes it sound like I'm criticizing, but I'm not, but there's just more to things than just an app or two. You don't have to get tribal about these things. I must have Netflix or I can't live. That's probably not healthy. A lot of these things are out there. There's these devices, technology in general, these things here over here, sorry, uh, are there. So to explore and to gain knowledge, not to put your feet in cement more. And so that's the big trick to realize that these things are also a great, enormous tool for information and, and to explore and to learn new things that it's all out there. There's also mind writing, trash and all stuff and finding that balance just like anything in life is where, is where the, where you got to judge for, you know, but you almost have to judge that for yourself. Again, I can't tell you what to do type of thing. So that with all so much going on, in the world, and there's no need to get into detail any of that stuff. You know what it is, and sometimes it's good to have that distraction. It is healthy to D- detach from life. But it's also important to have the information that you need so you know when to move on or to know when it is time to take up a cause and all that stuff. So the Roku and other streaming device, all of them, like I said, they're all fine devices and all that stuff. They'll all can lead you down. A terrible thing if you're not careful, but all this uh, this is not separating out saying one's better than the other or anything like that. They'll all get you there to whatever direction that you want to go in. And again, that's up to you type of thing. But here at me and my Roku, I found this stuff extremely valuable to me because for me, when I was able to take control of my media, both with the Roku and other streaming devices and podcasting. Being able to choose when I wanted to listen to programs or watch another or have something on while I'm mowing the lawn or, or walking or something along those lines. I can't tell you how much that helped me take the next steps up to where I was able to take control of my finances, take control of other things of aspects of my life that I was struggling with. So to me, it's been extremely valuable to keep exploring, keep learning new things, keep seeking out new information and things along like that. I hope it can do the same for you with your Roku, just as it has for me and my Roku. Okay, kids, gather around. Not too close. Things are getting a little better, but let's uh just keep our distance here just a little bit. But let's get together just a little bit and have a little chit-chat. For now, 100 episodes, the bandwidth of this podcast and all my podcasts since 2005 has been brought to you by the Internet Archive, which is accessible at archive.org. Thank them Love them completely. I suppose now since I'm doing a live stream and been doing uh, videos, uh, to thank YouTube as well then too because they don't charge me for that as well. But uh, the Internet Archive, check it out today. Books, uh, old TV shows. It's the best library out there online, and all you have to do is go to it and access just like you would a library. You want to check something out? You can check something out. Um, if Something like this is out there for you. It's just available right to you. Check it out today, archive.org. Another thing I do is I hit my microphone. Sorry about that. I just get so excited talking about this. Um, I do, like I said, mentioned earlier, I do things in the background and I get gift cards. Um, hideout.tv is one of them. And another one I do is swagbucks.radioaffliction.com. If you go to that website, just the way I just explained it to you right then and there, uh, that gets you to, and gets you all set up, ready to go, help support, uh, this podcast helps, su- uh, support them, help support you because then you get your own gift cards and do, uh, whatever you Want to do. I can't express that enough. Swagbucks.radioaffliction.com. What we like to call there a win, win, win. I like those type of situations. And then if you like more information about uh, the Wayback Machine and uh, going back to when the Internet started, it's all been archived and it's all there for you at archive.org at the Internet Archive. archive Archive.org. Whatever makes you uncomfortable is your biggest opportunity to grow. Okay, before we get to news notes and stuff, got some comings and goings. I don't know if anything's going. I don't, because uh, I think I mentioned when I got rid of ViewIt and Documentary Plus. These are f- fine and it's okay to let things go. You can always bring them back, you know, but sometimes you need to let go So that you can let other things in. Ah, feel that. It helps you find your center that way. And it keeps things organized on your device. So whenever you want to add something else, let something go. let Set it free. If you love something, set it free. If it comes back, set it on fire. Just kidding. That's an old George Carlin joke. Uh, So coming and going, a freebie. I uh, was able to access these programs through the Amazon Prime app. And, okay, I love Amazon. I do. It's fine. And the Fire Cube, much better. Also, quick side note here and side track, but that's okay. Uh, I, If you recall, oh, do I have the... There we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got a Amazon 4K Fire Stick Max. I think I got that right. In those words, I'm, I'm a little dyslexic, so I might have flipped a word or two around there. But all it does is it just shows me the open screen. It just shows Amazon and it never, you know, it has a little glowy thing, but it never loads. So I got a little upset and all that stuff. And so they were never able to fix it. And I just went to check it out the other day. Still doesn't work. So I got the fire TV cube when it was on sale. So I have these two devices, but if I had just gotten the fire TV cube, regular price, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so anyway, Amazon, e- to me, the interface is getting too cluttered for me. And how do I know which one's the free stuff with ads and which one's part of Prime? And to me, and this that's why it's me and my Roku, it's a little jumbled, whether it's on the Fire Cube or on the Prime app on the Roku. So I got the Freevee app and it's beautiful. And everything's out there the way I think it should be. And I wish Amazon Prime would just have a separate thing for that stuff as well. But anyway, so Freevee. so we watched Deadpool And Deadpool 2, very popular movies, recent movies, uh, crystal clear, not 4K, but you know what I mean, HD, good quality. And uh, the ads, okay, they're there, I'm not going to lie. Are they completely disruptive? No, I think, and I think it gives you a good 20 to 30 minutes before the first ad, and then they're kind of there. And I think they try and do them in the right spots. It's hard with a movie than it would be for a TV show. Um, but overall I got to give it a thumbs up. I, I enjoyed it. And then also then just farting around. I watched my old match games they are available on freebie and, uh, death on the Nile, the original 1978 version with Peter Ustinov, David Niven, Betty Davis, Mia Farrell, um, probably better than the recent one that just came up. Just saying. So if you want to watch it with ads, it's there. So freebie, add that to the list of A V O D. And fast channels that I have on my list might have to let something go. I've let crackle go a long time ago. But right now, how would I rank the uh them right now? Because Pluto's good. Uh Sneaky good is Plex. Um Roku channel is very good. Um and then the other thing that I should have mentioned at the beginning when I was going through the back to the basics, just the section on your Roku to the left that says featured free. Boom, right there. You don't even need an app. It all goes, in, or it'll direct you to where you need to go or what app you need to get. Uh, also added stars. I think I talked about that last time. Added it, got a promotion on it, half price for six months. So I thought, okay, so I'm thinking about canceling Netflix. I've had it free for six months. And for three bucks for uh, uh, for stars, and it's got the Spider-Man movies that uh, are part of the MCU, but not on Disney plus and the new ghostbusters. Check it out. What's a, what the heck? And then finally I added, get this folks. And all I was, I, I this to me is why people have got to think outside the box on these, some of these things. I've been trying to get v uh, Vegas Stance and Information Network to do this for years, but they're kind of old school and that's fine, but they do do a lot by putting their stuff uh, up for podcasts, which is probably all you need. But the Northwoods Baseball League. Yes, the home of the Madison Mallards. We go to at least four games a year there. And we have some friends of ours who uh, house players every year. And so they get free tickets to the games every year. Um, so the Madison Mallards, the Minnesota Mud Puppies, <laughs> the Mankato Moondogs, and, and I'm not lying here, the Traverse City Pit Spitters. Yes, thank God I have a thing on my mic here. Uh also so the select games are on ESPN plus, but they have their own app for the Roku. Now they've been streaming games for years uh on the web and I was gonna look at it to see oh, well if I could I Chromecast it or could airplay it or something. And then look there and it said uh, available on the Roku, Amazon Fire and Apple TV. And I looked at it. Each well, I don't know what they got. 20 some teams uh, in the league. I just mentioned the big ones, the pit spitters. But each stadium has a four camera HD setup TV. So they got the center field camera, two sides, and then one other wayward camera out there somewhere. I think in the press box. And it's amazing. And it's pretty good baseball. They're college players on summer because some some players are not available because they're still playing in the College World Series right now. But uh, this, they play for the summer and they get some added at-bats playing Major League Baseball rules. I think they use wood bats then. And so it gets them used, gets them, more, you know, more at-bats because, you know, you got some players who just need a couple. And when you're trying to squeeze a uh, college baseball season in, it gets a little compressed and you maybe don't get the at-bats or the innings in that you need to get noticed. And so then they show, uh, the Mallards had Pete Alonzo who now plays for the Mets, uh, Max Scherzer who used to uh, played uh, summer in lacrosse and one other one I can't, oh, Curtis Granderson did. So they have a list of about four players who uh, made it to the major leagues and some other ones who've gotten a cup of coffee at least too then. So it's good family, fun baseball, and you can get it for free There are some ads uh, in between innings, but there would be anyway. But it's mostly just to to promote the service. So I can't recommend that enough. The Northwood League's baseball app on the Roku, and that's Cummings and Goings. One other thing I also wanted to note, I did break down and uh, cut uh, the first three episodes of How I Met Your Father. Uh, If you've noticed, I've talked about this on the podcast in the past, but the two things in life I was wrong about. One was the Roku didn't think it was going to last very long. I thought it was going to get bought out and it would be just the thing that we would talk about, uh, in the past and all that stuff like in television, you know, <laughs> or Atari or and things like that. And, uh, the other thing was how I met your mother is that, that, that this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. And, uh, it's, it's, it's not gonna last 13 episodes and it lasted Nine seasons, and I stuck it out through all nine seasons. Just to end up at the beginning, but anyway, that's a different point. If you, the one thing I will give you about how I met your father is that this is obvious—a uh, widower talking to her child uh, about it. So that would be the big shocker. Is if the father is still alive, that could be one thing that it's going. On. It has the cuteness of how I met your mother, but it's missing something. Hilary Duff is fine. Um, Kim Cattrall, they look amazingly similar. You don't have the, um, uh, Bob Saget over voice. It, uh, you actually see Kim Cattrall as the older mother and, uh, Hilary Duff as going through the whole process all over again. So, Cute show on Hulu, only 10 episodes, and then a couple people from the original show make an appearance, too. That's kind of cute as well. So I've only made it so far. It's fine. It's, unfortunately, I think it's probably missing Barney or a Barney character. They have someone, I think, who's trying to be that, and it's not working for me. So it, it, it's it got that cuteness to it, that saccharine sweet to it, but it's... um. It's it's missing something for me. Maybe it'll get better. Who knows? All right. Let's get to the news notes and stuff. Uh, just a couple of things here to talk about. Uh, this actually should have been a segment here. Annual streaming, annual, annual streaming plans. Users save money. Streamers will reduce churn. Why aren't they advertised? Why are they not putting up things for a whole year? And you just pay for it all in advance and maybe catch a little break, maybe two-month break. I went and looked at my stuff and my subscriptions. And the only thing that even offered a yearly plan was Paramount Plus. And I have an overabundance of Apple credits right now. So I thought, why not? So a year from today is when I'll have to cancel Paramount Plus if I want to. So, and it's worth it. I mean, normally I would cancel it because my CBS shows that we watch, the NCISs, that's about it. Maybe ghosts, maybe a couple other things, and, but she also watches the morning news on it now too. And there's other things that she likes on there. Movies are getting better on there. So normally I would cancel it now and get it back in the fall and during football season. But I just, uh, last year I had a problem trying to get it back up and syncing with my Apple credits and all that stuff. So I thought, screw it one year. You got it. Here's your shot. Uh, Paramount plus. Disney announces new streaming series and releases dates for more at Star Wars Celebration Day. So, all right, kids. We have come to the point now when it's at Star Wars, either you're in or you're not. So, there's really nothing for me to say here. If you like Star Wars, Disney Plus is the place to go. It is fantastic. All of them are in great quality and the best versions of things. And, you know, you don't need me to tell you. (laughs) to watch star Wars on Disney plus. So, and if you like those new shows, I've enjoyed the Mandalorian. Um, there's nothing that is going to, um, bring back what a seven year old in 1977 went through when they first saw star Wars. And it was just like, wow, what is this type of thing? But, There's little things that kind of punch you and says, oh, yeah, I remember those days now. And The Mandalorian did that. And Boba Fett did that a little bit. So these things are are fine. Uh, (laughs) um, Then Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, I I only watched the first episode. And other than the worst chase scene I've ever seen in my life involving Princess Leia, um, it's okay. (laughs) It's it's fine. I, I I can see... Um, if someone has PTSD, um, when it came to the prequels, I know some people just would like to pretend they don't exist and all that stuff. They're not going to like this. Cause this is basically just an extension of, of episode three. Um, to me, they were fine. I didn't need them. Uh, I, I knew what was going to happen to this uh, kid, but, uh, you know, and. The, so it, all it did was mess up the timeline and force C-3PO's memory to be erased and all that stuff. So it was a thanks but no thanks to me. But I'm not going to go all hog wild like some people do who read a couple books in the 90s and thought, oh, this is the way it's supposed to be type of thing. It wasn't anyone else's story to tell other than theirs. And we can either be along for the ride or not. And I still like to check them out from time to time. Uh, Lionsgate will spin out S.T.A.R.S. speaking of S.T.A.R.S. this summer. Roku and uh, DirecTV Potential Partners talked about that before uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, S.T.A.R.S. did uh, report growth. So everyone except Netflix showed growth last quarter. So we'll see what happens after that. Uh, Only 24 million subscribers, but when you're just coming along, Lionsgate, kind of a big deal. So what they're doing is they're doing the ATT t playbook. AT&T spun off Warner Media so that they could merge with Discovery and build this big thing, for which AT&T is still a stakeholder in. So Lionsgate will still be a stakeholder in this, but they just want other things to kind of maybe glom onto stars here and maybe that'll make them better. Maybe not. I would imagine the first thing they'll want to do is raise the price, but we'll see because if they merge with Roku or if Roku and who's the other one, Directv, <laughs> become stakeholders, maybe that makes for a bigger, better app or something like that, that you can charge 999 for or something like that. We'll see. I don't know uh Fubo TV has launched a new ultimate plan and drops free trials in a new test now, as we recall, if you remember uh maybe I here in the past uh Fubo tried to do something dastardly uh, where they were going to say no monthly plans, no yearly plans, quarterly plans, and that took about a week for them to go oh yeah we're gonna- We're not doing that. Sorry. (laughs) So dropping free trials. Uh, We'll see if we come back on the next episode and it says Fubo drops free trials or reinstates free trials. We'll see how that works. Uh, News story here. And antenna users watch streaming more than cable users do. Okay. I guess that kind of makes sense. Now, I guess that would be me and my Roku, I guess I have an antenna for my TV. Cause I have two wonderful TVs that pick these things up amazingly. And I get like 40 channels. So that's amazing. But to me, that's kind of in the background. And then the streaming is what I use, but I, it's nice to have that backup for the antenna in case there's a weather issue, local thing. Um, I don't have a cable login for Fox to watch the USFL. I know that's uh, Pete, how could you not be watching the USFL? I know it's, 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 a, it's a crime, but uh, I did catch one and on the local uh, Fox channel here then too. That's fine. Uh, Netflix is considered less essential than Spotify, according to a study. Okay. So I get with these young kids today is like, they need their music and their playlists more than they need Netflix and all that stuff. So if it came between, well, either one, I've been able to live without. Uh, quite frequently, uh, and all that stuff. Uh, But if you ask me, uh, could I live without, um, I, I've been able to live without anything if I had to, because then there's always just something else to replace it. So there's no scarcity, uh, any of those things. So if you want Netflix, get Netflix. If you don't, (laughs) you really don't need it. Don't. If you, if you you had a choice between Spotify or Netflix, uh, if, if you're forcing me to choose, then I would probably just go without and then see what else I could find, you know, probably YouTube but, uh, who knows all those things. So anyway, guys, I'm getting a little sweaty. I'm getting a little itchy and a little twitchy here. I should get back to my Roku's and all that stuff. And the little miss is going to be here in tune. So maybe I should throw a Mac and cheese pizza in the oven here or something like that, and I can catch some streaming action here. But it's been wonderful to be with you. If you were on the live stream, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Or check it out on YouTube. As far as that goes, And I'm putting a little, uh, four, five minute clips. That's all. It would, would be a segment here too. Sometimes they are segments on the podcast. You just have to decide for yourself. Check it out at on YouTube. Uh, just follow that. At, it's under Pete Clay or just type in me and my Roku and it'll take you right to that as well. Also want to thank the Internet Archive uh, for their support for providing the bandwidth of this podcast and all my podcasts since 2005. Thank them. Love them. Check them out today at Archive. Follow me on Twitter at radio affliction. I put things up there as well. Follow me on Instagram. I'm putting a lot of stuff on there. Mostly my cats, but doing some reels as well. Then too, then trying to be cute and clever and funny. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Um, all that fun stuff. So check that out today at Pierre Argyle. Why not? Uh, (laughs) but the best way to help out this podcast, uh, is to, for yourself, and to tell someone, subscribe to this podcast. And I have a list for you right now. I could just say wherever you get your podcast, but I have a list. It's fun. It's great. You can subscribe to the Me and My Roku Let's do this again. I'm a professional here, folks. You can subscribe to the Me and My Roku podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Amazon Music, Ghana. GeoSavin Himalaya, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartMedia, Podbean, Pandora, and Odyssey. As much as I love Odyssey, uh, shout out to SoundCloud. I did a year's thing there, so normally I would be putting whatever I would have enough storage on. So you're going to get more stuff on SoundCloud. So if you're a big SoundCloud head and all that stuff, you can find me on there as well. You're going to get the full breadth of me and my Roku podcast for the for at least the next year, we'll see how it goes after that. So I try and make myself available on all platforms as much as I can. Uh, so check us out uh, there. Really appreciate it and really appreciate you putting up with me for 100 episodes. Let's do at least hundred more. I don't know if we can get to a thousand, but let's just small steps here, folks, 100 at a time. Let's do that. And if we do that 10 times, then we're there. <laughs> in the meantime i hope you are enjoying you and your roku as much as i'm enjoying me and my roku and i'll be back with you real soon that's it it's over it's all over sometimes i do take the head of the dog but never the scale of the crocodile